डिस्क्लेमर दिस पॉडकास्ट इज प्रेजेंटेड टू यू बाय शगन लुक्कर वेदांग उपासनी एंड निशांत पांडे फ्रॉम सेकेंड ईयर ऑफ बायोटेक्नोलॉजी फर्ग्यूसन कॉलेज द फॉलोइंग पॉडकास्ट इज रिलेटेड टू द सब्जेक्ट पी टी एच टू थ्री जीरो टू मॉलिकुलर बायोलॉजी हेलो एवरीवन इट्स टाइम फॉर द पॉडकास्ट द वायरल क्यूरियोसिटी दिस इज योर होस्ट एंड दोस्त शगन लुक्कर एंड आई पर्सनली वेलकम एंड थैंक यू फॉर ज्वाइनिंग अस This is an initiative step taken up by the sophomores of the Department of Biotechnology Ferguson College for BDH 2302 and we promise you to bring the weekly episodic shows of our podcast. Tonight we will be joined by the two extremely talented students of the second year of biotechnology so ladies and gentlemen please welcome Vedang Upasani and Nishant Pandey. Thank you for having us on the show yeah well thank you for having us on the podcast shagun on this episode we're going to have a little chit chat about one of the most tiniest yet the mightiest creatures on the planet viruses as we all know viruses are very small infective nuclear proteins which are obligate intracellular parasites having two basic components that is their nucleic acid part and their capsid coat and the most important part being that they possess both living as well as non living characteristics that is they are dead outside the host and alive inside we'll further talk about how we as a species have the power to use them to guide evolution which is kind of scary but i mean it's very much within our reach so without any further ado let's get the show on the road thank you shagun as you correctly mentioned that viruses are the submicroscopic infectious agent that replicates only inside the living cells of an organism and adding to your point viruses are incapable of growth and division but they can undergo mutations and due to this strange behavior they are not part of any kingdom yet they can be classified and have their own kingdom yes of course so tell me more about them like how are they classified Ah, so speaking about the classification David Baltimore in 1971 came up with the Baltimore classification so definition wise Baltimore classification system is a scheme for classifying viruses based on their type of genome and its replication strategy so basically he classified viruses based on the manner of mRNA synthesis hence by organizing viruses based on the manner of mRNA production it is possible to study viruses that behave similarly as a distinct group so the classification contains seven groups uh, so we got group 1 and 2 which contain the dna based viruses group 3 4 5 which contain the rna based viruses and group 6 and 7 which contain the retroviruses okay so that's quite a lot to say the least but let's go step by step like let's first talk about the first group or the first class that is the double stranded dna viruses yes definitely as the name suggests that the nucleic acid is double stranded and it has dna as its genetic material one of the interesting things about viral genome is that no matter what the genetic constitution is viral genomes do get replicated expressed and assembled in association with living host cells these entities do not undergo division but generate new particles through assembly of performed components on its entry the two things it wants to create is viral protein from mrna and other is replication as these viruses have both the strands 
positive as well as negative it just needs to make mrna which is translated into viral proteins and other is to replicate to form virions which bud out of the cell and infect new cells as it is double stranded dna viruses it uses dna polymerase for replication of its genome and transcribe mrna using dna dependent rna polymerase here the aim of the replication is to produce abundant copies of genome and packing of these copies into virions different families have different types of genomes like papua viridi have circular genomes adenoviridi have linear some families also have circularly permuted linear genomes while others may have linear genomes with covalently close ends like fox viridi yeah correct but you mentioned some terms replication and transcription i mean we know what replication is that is making of an identical copy of the dna molecule but we also know that viruses are uniquely special so how do replication occur in them and are there any different modes for it yes obviously one of it being the bidirectional replication the classic mode of replication used by eukaryotes and most nuclear double stranded dna viruses including phages dna replication which is the first step begins at a specific site in viral genome called origin of replication the occurrence of the replication pre initiation complex of ori is followed by the recruitment of topo isomerase that unwinds double stranded dna of each ori site topo isomerase is a specific enzyme which is used to remove positive supercoid generated in front of the replication foci topo isomerase not only unwinds but also prevents supercoiling and torsoil stress of the partially unwound template dna due to this a replication foci is formed a primose synthesizes rna primer that are used by dna polymerase to begin dna synthesis dna is synthesized in 5 prime to 3 prime direction dna polymerase and several replication associated factors copy the leading strand at the foci starting at the 3 prime end of the primer in continuous manner copying of the lagging strand requires discontinuous dna synthesis that results in production of okazaki fragments which must be then ligated after the primers and removed by rnas h dehydrogenase right but you know the other day i was just going through something called the rolling circle replication which is also seen in these viruses So basically it's a unidirectional type of replication that rapidly synthesizes multiple copies of the DNA molecules both the strands get replicated simultaneously the double stranded DNA here should be nicked which means that an enzyme should cut one of its strand at a restriction site by an initiator protein this initiator protein plays a vital role in the sense strand replication The initiator protein remains attached to the 5 prime phosphate end of the nick strand while the 3 prime OH end of the nick strand is elongated by the enzyme DNA polymerase 3 and the unnick strand will act as a template for replication then the 5 prime phosphate end of the nick strand gets displaced by helicase which with time will completely get displaced by the newly synthesized strand ultimately getting detached from the original DNA Now this detached nick strand will ultimately form another double stranded DNA molecule. The human herpes viruses and the human papilloma viruses replicate via this mode. 
Yeah, so speaking about the manner in which this file is duplicated, we got another one which is known as a strand replacement method. So in this mechanism, there are three important strands. One is known as the substrate strand. Another is known as an incubant strand, which is complemented to the substrate strand and is bound to it initially. Then we got the third strand, which is known as an invading strand, and which will try to replace the incubant strand and if it successfully does so then the mechanism is completed so this kind of mechanism can help in exchanging large duplexes to a virus indeed uh now we are running out of time guys but don't you worry we will be back with the first class of the baltimore classification having nishan and vedang by our side so stay tuned until next week this is your host Shagun Lokkad. Goodbye. Good night.